0: Hey, Greg, what week is it? Um, week three. It's Valley Week, baby.
1: Step mm-hmm. and Step, your premium. Texas High School Football Podcast from your friends at Dave Campbell's Texas Football and texasfootball.com. I am the TEP, Greg Tupper And I am the STEP, Matt STEP. Thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, we love you very, very much. You are our favorites. You are mm-hmm. our number one ranked listeners to this podcast. Also, the only listeners to this podcast because you have to be an insider to, right. uh, to listen unless you found some sort of way around it, in which case, shame on you. right. That's right. Um, Anyway, thank you for uh, for joining us on this, your week three preview edition of Tep and Step. I'm so, going to be honest. It's a normal week this week. Like, it's Monday. It's not a holiday. Yeah. It's like the football the football flow is happening It now. feels like we're getting into a rhythm. Yeah. It feels like we're, we're settling in, getting into a rhythm. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm dragging a little bit. Are you? I'm dragging. Do you know why? Why are you dragging? Because I have been talking all Day. You have been. And I talk a lot. There's a uh, there's hundred people <laughs> nodding right now, and all, almost all of them are related to me. You talk for like five hours on Friday night every God Friday heaven. night. I think it's just that's the first time I did it. I did the five hours on Friday night. Um, Saturday, I didn't talk much. But then like yesterday, like my folks came over, and you got to be... You got to be, be chatty nice with, with, them. Be chatty be with be them. chatty with your mom. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then I come in, and we do like an hour and ten minutes. Texas football today. Super show this week. Super show. Great show. R.I.P. Max. R.I.P. Max. Um, he, <laughs> he is our Poochie. <laughs> um, he's the the Poochie of of, of the Dave Kimball's Texas football. You've got that. And then we had I had to record the picks video. You did an interview with Craig Way this morning, too. Did an interview with Craig Way this it's morning? It's a flex. Um, and now I'm doing this podcast. Yeah, so I
0: podcast. Oh god, I've just been talking all day. I'll try day. to carry. It. Do, you, do I need to carry you through the podcast? Nah. Okay. Uh, I'm 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 a gamer. I'm a gamer. You are. You know what? And I mean? then you can take basically tomorrow off. Yeah. And yeah mail it, it just in. Just play play some of my interviews oh on my the show god, tomorrow. Yeah, it might be mail it in
1: Friday tomorrow or mail it in Friday on Tuesday. Um, okay. This is your week three preview um, for the 2019 Texas high school football season. Uh, we will start as we always do before we get to our week two recap. We'll start as we always do, Matthew. With your Texas high school football fun fact of the week, man. All right. And, buddy. Is it fun? I dialed one up for you. Oh, it's okay. fun. I dialed okay. one up for you. All right. Um, Matthew. Okay. There are. Gregory. Does make call you Gregory? You can. Is is Gregory actually your name? Yes. Okay. Gregory Haynes. Okay. Gregory Haynes Tupper. Oh, Haynes King. Um... Eight. No why though? No why? Okay. I, I'm like the underwear. Okay. He's the he's the wrong one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I'll tell John. I'll
0: tell the great John <laughs> King that. Yeah, I'm yeah.
1: sure he'll love that. Um okay. Matthew, there are 11. 11 UIL 11 man Texas high school football teams that have played two games and have not given up a point. Ooh, gosh. Can you name There's 11. There's uh, 6A, 5A, yeah, every class. Every class represented. Can you name three? Oh, gosh. I don't think I can name three. Can you name one? I'm not sure
0: if I can name one right now.
1: That's my Snapple, by the
0: way. I had a Sprite limonade before. That's very, very good, by the way. Sprite, if you want to sponsor this podcast, we will. You're stalling. Yeah. Uh, I really don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I got nothing. I I got really nothing. nothing. I got nothing on this. I I don't. I cannot think of a team that's pitched two shutouts already.
1: I'm interested. One is. I know one. Two. Let me see how many are state ranked. Two. At least two are state ranked. One is a state ranked 6A. Okay. Give me just a second. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Check out our lovely rankings at texasfootball.com. Yes. We, we can talk about rankings in a little. We while can. I don't you want to talk about rankings? Mm-hmm. Got some takes. Hot takes.
0: It's not Vandergrift because they gave up, they go up it seven. It, it is Vandergrift. I thought they. You know what? They
1: pitched a shutout against shut Cedar up. Park, didn't mm-hmm. they? I mm-hmm. thought that for some reason, I had it in my head they won seventeen mm-hmm. to seven. They beat Cedar Park seventeen nothing. Okay. And then they beat Killingly Ellison fourteen 14-0, nothing. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's one. The other state ranked team is a state ranked four A team. And I describe them as lurking on Dave Campbell's Texas. Seeley, play. Seeley, Seeley has pitched two shutouts. Um, I,
0: I watched Dave Campbell's. Uh, yes.
1: Uh, so there Texas you go. Football today, those are uh, the the eleven. If you're interested, the aforementioned Seeley, the aforementioned Austin Vangra, Fort Ben Kempner has pitched two shutouts. That's really? Yes, they have. Galveston Ball has pitched two shutouts. Okay. Lockhart, Dallas Madison, Fal- Lockhart's two and zero. Hmm? Lockhart. Oh, Todd Mabus, uh, Dallas Madison, Falthierias. The fighting Jerseys have pitched two shutouts. Uh, Jim Ned has pitched two shutouts. Someone's calling me from Denison. Who's calling me from Denison? At Chad Rogers, maybe. Jim Ned. Vega, the alma mater of Ken Purcell. Christoval has pitched two shutouts. And so has Corpus Christi London. Those are your 11 teams that have allowed not allowed a point this year in, in two games so far. Um, a, a wide swath of teams. It teams is. that are like... Contenders like Sealy and Vandegrift. teams that are I would say on that periphery. Teams like uh, Vega, I think, is a, kind of on that for periphery. Jim Ned is on that kind of periphery of, of being a contender, and then just teams, <laughs> just some kind of random team like, like Galveston Ball, Ball and Fort Ben Kempner, are yeah. kind of like hmm. who's Kempner played? I have no idea. Like I, all I did was look up. Um, Let's. So you should go to texasfootball.com team page. I bet I know. I bet I can look at that. Kempner has beaten um, let's see. They beat Pasadena Memorial 14 mm-hmm. nothing and they beat Alvin 35 nothing. So not not exactly world beaters, but still that's a nice nice start for them. Little little nice little feather in their cap. There you go. There's your Texas High School Football Fun Fact of the week. 11 teams have pitched two shutouts in 11 man Football. All right, Matthew. Let's get to our our week uh, two review real quick. And I've made the case that it was pretty chalky at the big school and pretty crazy at the small school. And in thinking about it, if you look at the big school big school stuff, like I don't know if I can even point to one one game. Ah, uh, that's not true. Fort Ben Travis over Richmond Foster surprised yeah. me. Travis wasn't ranked, but that was. And they they kind of handled Foster. They did. I mean they were they, they led that game pretty much stem to certain. You mm-hmm. were you were texting me during that game and saying, "Hey, they're down like 21-7." It yeah. Something. It's like And it was like 35-14. Yeah. And then it was just like they held him at arm's length. Yeah. They handled. And then I asked you, I was like, 4 pin Travis. They for real?" And um hey, Parker Washington. They're pretty they're good. They're they're, they're, they're explosive, explosive
0: offensively. I think mm-hmm. the defense is the question, but I man, it's a great win for them. It's a really good over, win over um Foster. Yeah, so. but but really that makes you wonder
1: College Station. Yeah.
0: That's, they, got, they, got, they got
1: Huntsville they this got week. They Huntsville this week. That might yeah. get bad. Um, but to, to me, I look at this, like, I look at the the, um, the 6A and 5A rankings, real chalky. I mean, you know. John what, Tyler's got issues. John uh, Tyler's got issues. They got issues. Um, John Tyler's got
0: issues. Makes me wonder about Widener getting drilled by Judson. Hmm. Last year, that was a seven-point game. That makes me think... Is Judson really good, or is Wagner down? Well, here's another thing.
1: Ciblo Steele handled up on San Antonio Reagan. I think, I think
0: Steele's back. I think I think San Antonio might be back. Yeah, 2-1-0, two, two, oh, stand up. I think you got Steele, you got Judson. Mm-hmm. I think O'Connor's really good mm-hmm. this year. Um, I think I'm still playing Cle- on Reagan. Re- Reagan's that bad. Clemens is lurking. Mm-hmm. Clemens, Clemens is right on the periphery. If, if we rank to top 30... Mm-hmm. Clemens will be in that 25 to 30 ranking. And you still got Brandeis. Brandeis is in that 20... Uh, Clemens and Brandeis are both kind of in that next five teams, kind of on the cusp of getting ranked in the top mm-hmm. 25. So uh, it's a good year. I think it's going to be a good year in San Antonio and 6A. And I think, especially with late Travis, mm-hmm.
1: there's some vulnerability there. No, so. I think so. And and, and you, you look at, like, Region 4, I don't know. Now, there is a question about... You know, it's only fair to say, what does that say about Wagner... You know, maybe yeah. maybe they're maybe they're down. Maybe they're down. Which then does that open the door for, for anybody for for Corpus Christi Miller, Flower Bluff? Yeah. Any, does it open the door for you know? Yeah. Any number of any number of those someone teams from that, the valley? Yeah. That have been on on the, the sidelines. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. But elsewhere in the big in the big school, I mean, the only the only things in the big schools that really catch my eye are margins, right? Katie. Um, yeah, that was working. Uh huh. Atascocita. That was a statement by the time I I I, I put it out there and, and Fox clipped it and put it on Twitter and I've been getting feedback on it. That's the best resume in the state right now, right? They have a they have a win. They have a win. If you're into the computer rankings, they have a win over the two teams that were ranked that were number one. Yeah, they have North Shore and then Atascocita. Mm-hmm. That is that's hard one team to do. with a better resume than Guyer. That's- <laughs> So let's get to that. So I got tw- so, so we so I've, we've mentioned that. Um, oh well, no. Let's start this. this well, well, I,
0: think, I think a lot of carnage in the small school ranks. Small school ranks. Two A D two. The rankings are shaking up big time. Oh my
1: God! We lost one into and, and and four and four. Yeah. Um. Th- a lot of lot of carnage there. Yeah. Um, against all against bigger larger mm-hmm. schools, but, but still. still. I mean, but the other thing, and then the one the one that blew me away, l- legit, made me go whoa, was Potspur over Gunner. Yeah. That was a game so far off our radar. We're just like, yeah, okay. Uh, Pottsboro's kind of rebuilding. Uh, Pottsboro kind of losing. But they handled up on them at, yeah. On, at Gunner. Yeah, I think it shows Gunner's good, but this is not... The,
0: even though they, got, they have a really nice mm. win on the resume over Dangerfield, I saw Dangerfield on Saturday. Dangerfield's fine. They're a good team. They're not elite. I think the biggest statement in the small school ranks is made by Newton. Yeah. That went over Silsby. They drilled Silsby And it's like, you know, Newton's demise has been greatly exaggerated, and they are here. Well, we're, we'll find out
1: again this week. And, and we'll, they got West Orange I, and Gilmer coming that up. That we'll talk about that yeah. game. Uh, yeah, it's, it is a really, it's really intriguing Okay. Shout so out to El Paso Franklin. Big win over Odessa Permian. Very big at, win. At Ratliff on Very Thursday Very big win, nice win, over, win over El Paso. So, or over Permian. We, let's talk rankings. Let's talk rankings. Since we're in charge of the rankings. Today. So, as you guys know, because you've listened to this podcast. We have we have taken over as the official rankings provider, of the Associated Press. So basically, we are the only people who put out any sort of statewide um, statewide rankings that are kind of recognized as official. There's no official Qu- quote unquote official. Yeah, there's yeah. no official rankings, but we are the closest thing. We're the I what I, the phrase I've been using is the Texas high school Ball rankings of record, which I think is true because the Associated Press was at the very least um, they were the ones of record, and now it's us, and so. I want to be very clear about this. Rankings are meant to be debated. Like, if you want to debate rankings, that's the fun of it. That's the point. These rankings do not determine who wins a championship. That's the, the whole point of the rankings is to talk about it, to to debate it, and things like that. All I'm asking is come correct. That's all I'm asking. Have some, have, have,
0: we, I think we will... You I, and I, you and I, especially, are more than welcome. I mean, if you if you want to debate a ranking, totally fine. But you gotta. But we're gonna we're gonna probably come back with something. So, am, and We can
1: agree to disagree. Right. And we can certainly agree to disagree. And there are teams that I'm. I guarantee you that, like we, I am confident in saying that there's, you. And there's I, no perfect ranking. By you the way. and I have a reason for ranking every team where they are. Yeah. This is not something we've done willy nilly. We are not sleeping on your favorite team. We understand it because I got a tweet today asking about. How Geyer after beating Cedar Hill and you were at this game. Oh, I was. Great, a great game. game. <laughs> it was a fantastic game. Um how Geyer after beating Cedar Hill could be could stay the same in 6A. They stayed at number seven in the rankings. Mm-hmm. And my response was simply Okay, that's fine. Like if you believe Geyer should be higher, that's fine. Who do they go in front of? Who ahead of them
0: my, my first thought is who ahead of them? Should be dropped Yeah They all took care of business And
1: all took care of business I would say I think everybody ahead of them So the the, the six teams Ahead of Guyer right now South Or um, Duncanville Who handled up on South Oak. D- they did what they're supposed to do Yes Katie We already mentioned them Yeah Allen Who
0: Strong win over Dickinson Strong win over points. Dickinson
1: Against a Dickinson team That was ready to come in And throw their haymaker yeah. Right And they did And Allen took the punch And came right back Longview Who beat Marshall by 53 Yeah North Shore, who scuffled for a minute, but then hit the gas mm-hmm. and, pull, and ran away from 4-Pin Ridgepoint. And Westlake, who dominated Cyranch. W- who went to Houston and dominated Went to Sci-Ranch. Houston and dominated so Cy Ranch. Who, do, who, who gets dropped? Who gets dropped? That's my question. And so the, the response from this gentleman was, uh, well, who ahead of them has a better body of work? So I looked at the computer rankings. And the computer rankings are, for us, a resource... But they... The numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. That if we... Well, here's what I'll do. Is when I'm doing these rankings and I'm looking for like, huh, you know, we've got an open spot, number 10. Who's somebody... I'm going to look through, who do the computers like that, I, that I'm that i not thinking of and stuff like that? Because they're a good thing. And sometimes there'll be a team that's ranked like seventh in the computers. And I'll bet, oh, well, look at that. Maybe we'll but we'll give mm-hmm. them a, chance, a try at 10. That's kind of what we'll do. And then that's usually... I get in the Slack chat and I say, hey, we have an open spot at 10. Here's the three or four teams that I'm thinking of. What do you guys think? And then you throw out your team. Yeah. So I look at the computer rankings. Denton Geyer is eighth in the computer rankings. Mm-hmm. And part of that, I think there's two things in play here. One, they beat Alito. But Alito is a 5A Division two team. Mm-hmm. Aledo, like As good as they are, they are a 5A Division two team. And in fact, they might have been favored in that game. Just yeah. based on them being a 6A team. They were definitely favored over Cedar Hill.
0: And then Alito's second win... Yes. Is over a team from Mexico, so, so they're not getting any points for that. They get no points for that, so it's not going to help their ranking. Right
1: now, right now, Alito does. Right now, in the eyes of the computer, Alito is winless. Yeah, right. Um, now they get a big game this week. We'll talk about that. Yeah. I'm sure. And then they play Cedar Hill, who's actually winless. Now, look, Alito's uh, Cedar Hill's losses are to Geyer and Allen, and both I would say respectable losses. But it is still early enough. Early days that if you're like you're looking at resumes, and I appreciate the fact that they have two good wins on their they do. resume. They do. And I think they're ranked accordingly. They're ranked seventh. They're seventh. Seventh is, is really good. Right now we have them third, fundamentally third in, in D two. Yeah,
0: we have them as a semifinalist. As, semifinal.
1: as a fast we have them playing Longview in a semifinal and losing. That's like if you if you believe that's what the rankings are supposed yeah. to be. That's what we're at. I just don't think that's disrespectful to have if you're in the top ten, if you're in the top, if you're ranked. We respect you. Yeah. I don't care if you're yeah. ranked 25th or. Whatever.
0: And, and and those wins over Alito and Cedar Hill will age better as the season goes yes. along, and the compute those the computer rankings will take that into account as yes. as we think Alito and Cedar Hill will take care of business. And on our end, as the, we do the human rankings, mm-hmm. I think we'll take that into account as well. Yes. And I think eventually you'll start seeing if Guyer keeps winning there, and it slowly yes. it, it, they'll you know, creep up. It's just one of those. It's our. It's
1: two. It's two weeks. It's two still weeks. not. We we still, we've we've don't got 20 percent of the data in here, yes, folks. Exactly. So um, that's week two. Uh, it was a good week, not as chaotic as week one. No, it never is. Yeah, uh, it never is. But it was a good week, and I like your
0: point on the on Foxball Friday where you you said kind of, you know, there, there's a set, that second data point comes in, and now we can start connecting some dots. We
1: we see some trend lines. You
0: start connecting some dots this
1: week. That, for example, um, uh, let me just let me pick a team at at random. Um, Midland League. you saw them. Hmm. tonight night. Yeah. Um, I'm comfortable saying Midland Lee's a pretty darn good team. Yeah. They've had two data points, they've looked good in two data points, and it's not because Clint Hartman slides into my DMs <laughs> every week and says, the revs are back. Yeah, It's not because of that, but the revs may, in fact, be back. Yeah, You're
0: talking about data points, and uh, I think Frisco-Ready is a great example right now. We've got an extra data point. Mm-hmm. So the first data point, they come in and they, they struggle with Plano West. They struggle. Yeah. And we're like, okay... Week one, weird stuff, new quarterback, figuring out who their quarterback situation is. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they're you know fluky type game. And we have another data point come in this week, and they get drilled by the Colony. Mm -hmm. So now you can officially say, okay, is there some concerns there? Are we concerned about Frisco Reedy? Is this a team that's struggling? Yeah, I think that's that's the the second data point is key because now you're really starting to have some trends develop.
1: Sounds good. Data point team. Uh, another data point team for me is Brownwood. Oh, yeah. Brownwood. So th- week one, they go out there and they beat Brock. And we were sitting here going, man, hey, boy, great win for Sammy Burnett and company. 10 nothing, shut them out. Uh, shut them out. You know, oh, boy, you know, we had some questions about Brock. We knew this was a, a reloading team. So then they go out there and they mollywops the body. Yeah.
0: Snyder, I think it was sixty-one to nothing at the half, or something.
1: Seventy to three is the final. Yeah, okay, it was, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, do we have a halftime score on this? Let's see. Yes, uh, it was, yes, s- it was uh, sixty-three to three at yeah. halftime. Mm-hmm. A demolition. Mm-hmm. Now Snyder is not. Is They're Snyder, down. They're Snyder's down. This struggling. Year. Yeah. Snyder's riding the struggle bus this year, but still, you do that to anybody. So those are two teams. We two two results, kind of differing results, right? Where we have one dominant win over a team you should beat. And you go out there and do it in style. Yeah, you dominate them. And another game against a team that is really good and traditional power that you go out there and you win. Mm-hmm. That's a good collection of data. And by the way, this week, find out even more because yeah, we will get Graham and yeah. Graham and Brownwood is going to be a lot of fun. So anyway, if you if you don't like the rankings, that's fine. But just know that we're not pulling these out of our butt. No. Well, I mean, I am pulling. There is one team that I am ranking because I am pulling on It's one. your favorite team, of course. I am ranking your favorite team alone because that. Now, you know, one thing. One thing I was happy to do. What, I always kind of appreciate this. So, in five A Division two, there was a little bit of carnage, right? There was um, a fair number of teams dropped out. Seven, eight, and ten all lost. Mm-hmm. They drop out. So we did have three spots at the end, and that time I was like, oh, which teams do I like? Which teams are like? Do I want to give a shot at this? Right? Because the problem is, especially in five A Division two, past. There's not like... It's like four deep. Right. It really is. It's
0: like Alito, Fort Bend, Marshall, Huntsville... Cal Allen. And Cal Allen.
1: And then, like, Manville. I mean, good one over Crosby, but... They like, still have some questions. Got, uh, Crosby's yeah.
0: way down. Yeah. So, so i got questions, too.
1: So we, it's like, I was like, all right, I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give three teams a debut. Three teams a debut. Port Lavaca, Calhoun? Looking pretty good. Sand Crabs, yeah. Burleson, Centennial? Find out this week. Mm-hmm. We'll know more. And Bernie Champion, right? Yeah. Pointsy. Real mm-hmm. pointsy. So I'm okay with that. And that is, that is to me, the fun of it is look at the data, look at which teams have performed well, which teams have maybe over-exceeded our expectations, and say, you know what? Let's give you a try here. And if they're if we're wrong... They'll
0: be out next week. They'll be out. We'll, the that's we'll, the beauty. It's like the NFL roster. We're constantly churning the bottom of
1: the roster. The bottom mm-hmm. of the rankings a lot of times will churn. There's a lot of churn. Yeah. By the way, um, can we just talk about the, fact the number one Hamlin Pied Pipers? The yeah. number stinking yeah. one. Hamlin Pied Pipers. And they've got a uh, test
0: this week they against Hawley. 2A Division 1, number 10.
1: All right, Matthew. It is time for our draft. It's right. time for the Week 3 High School Football Game Draft here on Teppen and Step. Uh, if you, this is your first time joining us, welcome. Uh, we will go back and forth with the snake draft style. Not snake draft. Just back and forth. Drafting games. Uh, once it's picked, it's off the board. Uh, we did the coin flip beforehand. You won the coin flip. Yes. As a result, Matt Step, you have the honors of taking the first pick. In the week three draft, the one thing I'll say about this week, before we get into this, not as deep a week. Mm-mm. No, top heavy. Couple, couple, couple games up at the very top. It's a very hipstery week. That there's a lot of games that are like sneaky, really interesting that you and I are going to be paying a lot of attention mm-hmm. to because it's a little, little lighter week. But, but Johnny Casual fan is not is not caping for Allison Rockport Fulton. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's an Allison Rockport Fulton yeah. kind of week where it's like super interesting to us. Yeah. But like to general high school football fans, they're like, who? who? Yeah. All right. So what is your first pick? I'm starting the small school ranks. No oh, small school steps. here. Yeah. And
0: I'm going to go to the big country, as two and O Albany mm-hmm. visits two and O Eastland. Uh, I'm really intrigued by this game, mainly because you have two A Division two Albany playing well above their, their weight class here with a 3A Division one Eastland.
1: Punching way up.
0: Yeah, and, and Albany does a good job generally punching above their weight class, and they are 2-0 against a pair of 3A Division two teams. But last week they had to hang on for dear life down the stretch against Dublin. Mm-hmm. Albany jumped out 28-7 on Dublin, and, and, and Kai Wing and the Dublin offense came back, and, and they were throwing into the end zone at
1: the end of the game to, to tie it up. So we had, um, we had a, a video conference with – Denny Faith on scoreboard, mm-hmm. and we, we we queued him up in the in the break, and so we were talking with him, just making sure testing level and stuff like that. But then I just kind of asked Coach, I was like, "Hey, Coach, um, what do you think of that Dublin quarterback?" And he was like, "Oh man, yeah, he's really good. He's good. He's good." I was like, yeah, yeah, he'll do that to you. Well, guess what? He's got another
0: good one this week because mm-hmm. he's got to have to figure out a way to slow down Baron Morton and the Eastland Mavericks. Uh, Eastland with a very underrated and impressive win over West last week. They went to they went to Central Texas and beat West forty nine to seven. Yeah, very impressive win. Baron Morton, uh, two hundred eighty one yards passing and four touchdowns. And a guy that, that that doesn't get talked about enough from Eastland is their running back Brandon Fielding. Mm-hmm. This is a two hundred plus pound running back at the three A Division one level, who's got good speed and can give Eastland that balance where if teams are keying on Morton. Fielding can just wear you out. Yeah. And in the fourth quarter, if he gets he, he got 81 yards on nine carries and two, t- two touchdowns last week. He didn't even need to do much. Yeah. But if they need to give him the ball 25 times, he's going to wear down mm-hmm. most 3A defenses. Mm-hmm. And he's going to wear, probably wear down an, a, an Albany defense that's always undersized or scrappy as heck. But and I think that's the difference in this game. Yeah. I think Albany keeps it close for a half, but I think Eastland's size and depth it is going to wear on the lions a little bit in this one down the stretch.
1: Yeah, this is i mean Denny Faith always schedules a schedule re- so brutal. ridiculous. Schedule. Remember last year's 0 05. 5. Yeah,
0: that's why I had to wait until this year to get to three. He almost got 300 in the state semifinals, but he got it week 1. Yeah. Um their schedule's I mean Colorado City, Colorado City's down this year, but still 3 Good win. To, 3 division uh, 1 team Dublin yeah. did two. 2-3 two, two, Division 2
1: teams. Let's see, who does, who does Albany have after Eastland? That's... As you're listening to live cut? Yeah, right? Uh, so here's the thing. If you're interested, and we're talking about this difference, uh, Albany has an enrollment of 151. Mm-hmm. Eastland has an enrollment of 361. Okay? They are more than twice their size. Yep. And that's going to work... At that level, that's a that's big a difference. That's a huge yeah. difference. I'm not talking about Plano West having fewer kids than Allen. Okay? Yeah. I'm talking about, like... Double the size. A huge difference.
0: Uh, next week, uh, Albany has Hawley, who's ranked in the top Lord. ten. But it's a 2A school this time. At
1: least it's a 2A school. And, they can score.
0: And then they, they have Pister, which Peaster's uh, independent program. That will probably be kind of Albany's quote-unquote breather yeah. before district play. Uh, and they have Menard. Peaster and Menard. Yeah. So, but the, those first four games, whew,
1: that's an unbelievable schedule. Yeah, if, if you're Albany, um, this is a big test for your defense. Um, but last week was a big test for your defense and they largely passed yeah um big test um I want to see what they're able to do and if they're able to move the ball and if they are if they are able to play the trenches to a draw this is one of those games that strikes me as it's gonna be close in the third quarter and then it might just get away from them yeah and Eastland might pull away just because of the depth because mm-hmm. they've just literally got more kids yeah Uh it's a, it's a uh, an intriguing matchup and and a I think an appropriate first pick for this week where there are really interesting games, but you've got to have you've got to have an open mind. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. like there is not an Allen Cedar Hill this week. Mm-hmm. It, it's not on the table. Although what I'm gonna take is gonna be, be close pretty, to it. Pretty yeah. high high profile. Mm-hmm. Anyway, excellent first pick. Great game in the big country. Yes. If you're in the Abilene area, it's a great game to go to. I am going real chalky, and I think that this is the game that most people are going to be paying attention to because it's a a big school game, because it's in a major metro area, because it's two teams that are ranked, because it is a... um, Because it is two teams that are ranked, by the way, in the top three. Mm. It is the number three Frisco Lone Star Rangers taking on the number one Highland Park Scots at beautiful Highlander Stadium in University Park. Mm. And... Why don't we just figure out the whole shape of 5A Division I in one let's, game? Let's do it, right? Uh, because this is... The entire idea of 5A Division I, I think, has to be... Is it Highland Park or is it not? Because they're the three-time defending champs going for four. No reason to think they're not going to win it, right? But... Any idea of them not winning a fourth straight title has to start with them looking mortal. Has to start with looking like there is a team that can knock them off. Well, here comes a team that challenged them last year. Yeah, lost by three. And held Chandler Morris to ten points. And could be even better this year. No doubt. Frisco Lone Star has outscored their first two opponents 130-3. to <laughs> uh they hung a seventy five burger on Den last week. <laughs> yeah. And they are cruising. Uh Garrett Rangel, their quarterback, is a stud. Just a sophomore. And I mean they found that was the big question for Lone Star coming into the year was can they find a quarterback? Because they had Marvin Mims.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Marvin Mims, the Stanford commit, is a dude.
0: Yeah. They actually had two because Chandler Galban, the Nevada commit, transferred in, but then he got hurt. Yeah. But the sophomore, Rangel, stepped in. He looked. And, and that, that's, that's one thing. One reason why we go watch Seven on Seven mm-hmm. is to see. And they, they, so how, uh, Lone Star was rotating quarterbacks in, and Rangel looked just as good as Galban. Yeah. I'm like, man, how. The embarrassment of riches they have over right here, and Galban stepped in and done done amazing. I think it's a matter of who they were going to pick to win the job, mm-hmm. um, because you don't want to ha- deal with that. Con- and the, the it kind of worked itself out in its own way because Galban got hurt,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: Rangel stepped in, and, the, and that offense is hummed. It's
1: humming, and the defense looks nasty. nasty. And they were nasty now, last year too. Now, they if if you want to start looking at schedules. One of these teams has played a really, really good schedule. It ain't Lone Star. It ain't Lone Star. <laughs> no offense um, to Denton and Richland, but... They have... The, the Highland Park has beaten Rockwall, at Rockwall. And then they went to Mesquite Horn and beat Mesquite Horn. Mm-hmm. Now Mesquite Horn ain't Rockwall, but that's it's a pretty a decent team. It's a solid 6-18. It's a solid 618. They got done beating John Tyler by 22. Yes. So it's a good team. It's a good team. This is a true... Like, there are... The, the Alito-Geyer game, and I keep going back to that, but it's like the Alito-Geyer game we have to extrapolate, right? We have to go, okay, well, what does that mean for uh, Geyer? What does that mean for Alito? This is plain and clear, mm-hmm. okay? If Highland Park comes out here and they beat Lone Star and they beat them comfortably, it's their crown. It's their crown and someone something's, something is going to have to change for it not to be their crown. But if Lone Star goes in there... And they hand him an L. It's game freaking on yeah. in Five a Division yeah. One because Especially because at Lone Star, Highland Park at Highland Park because Lone Star will get them again. We think yeah we in Region start. Two. Mm-hmm. This is a dripping with intrigue, and I think we will find out exactly what the shape of Five a Division One is. And in a lot of ways, like if if we if we're in here next week, well, you won't be in here, but. If if I'm in Fort Wayne, if you're in Fort Wayne, and we're we'll talking, talk later. and we're talking about, um, and we're talking about uh, Highland Park 38, Lone Star 13, I think you and I can more or less close the book on five a division one. At the moment, yeah, un- un- unless like, something changes, unless some, unless Chandler Morris gets hurt, or unless Prince Dorba gets hurt, or, or, just or, or, or some or someone goes off. crazy, yeah. you can kind of go, okay, we'll see you in the semifinals. Yeah, because that's how it is, and. That is that's that's what's on the line here. Like I don't want to overstate it, but we're we're finally going to get a, get a look at that, and I'm very very interested. It there it is it is such an apples to apples game it is. that that it's like La Vega and argyle, right? It, it is an apples to apple, apples game that you can you don't have to. There's no. Um, you, you don't you not have to connect any dots. The dots, it's the dots right are right there. there. Mm-hmm. That's what's interesting. Uh,
0: two things, but Highland Park has the state's longest winning streak, thirty three games in mm-hmm. eleven man. I'm not sure if a six man school the longer winning streak, but mm-hmm. Highland Park's got a thirty three game winning streak, and they haven't lost a home game to a Texas school since 1997. Jesus, Randy Allen was not the coach the last time they lost one home game in Randy Allen's tenure. Yeah, last was Pulaski. The Pulaski. They lost to a Texas team at home since mm-hmm. 1997, since the year before Randy Allen arrived. Randy Allen was God still the head coach heaven. at Abilene Cooper. The last time he lost to a Texas team at home, I'm legit shook. it's an unbelievable it's been stat. Twenty two years, yeah, they lost to a, home, a Texas team at home. Can Lone Star do it? That's, I, I don't bet against Highland Park at home. No, I, don't I don't bet either. against Highland Park hardly ever. But I don't have it, but I, the Lone Star is a team that can do it. So. Lone Star Lone
1: Star looks the part, yeah, and it's lots just, of teams have looked the part and gone into Highland Park exactly right. and not fair well. That's exactly so. right. And yeah, I don't know. we we've, we've talked about Highland Park enough. Okay, what's next? All right, I'm going out to
0: H-Town. Got a great game at North Shore on Friday night as Spring Westfield comes to town. Mm-hmm. To take on North Shore, a battle of Mustangs, two of Houston's uh, premier programs. Always a fun game. North Shore drilled Westfield last year as they drilled everyone. Uh, but North Shore's shown they're human right now. And part of it is they've got issues. Uh, let's, let's, let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. they got some issues. Shadrack Banks is hurt. Uh, he might be back for district that 's t b d mm-hmm. um, His foot is And credit to John K. John K. is not going to put them out there, put him out there unless he's unless he 's healthy yeah, he has already or said she... he is not going to push shadrach he 's not going to play him unless Shadrach is one hundred percent cleared and ready to go he 's got a broken bone in his foot he tried to come back from it too early and had to like, shut had it to back down it. again so that 's one thing, and then obviously the Zach Evans saga. With with him being suspended last week, Uh, he's likely not playing this week from my understanding. I believe he's serving the second. I've been told it's a two-game suspension, so we'll see. He's in the doghouse. Yeah, I mean, he's he's in the doghouse. And Galena ISD AD said they're handling it internally, so, you know, that's that. What we know, we're dealing with facts, is he didn't play last week, and he's probably not playing this week. So, now, they do have a capable replacement in John Gentry, but... Without Evans, that limits some of the things they can do offensively because they were splitting Gentry out as a receiver and utilizing his ability to catch the ball. Well, now he's having to tote the mail a little bit more, mm-hmm. and you've already got a receiving core that's a little bit depleted. Now Demetrius Davis had a huge game last week, and I think he's starting to take over um, as as on that offense because of the injuries. And I think the one good thing also about North Shore is their defense has been a constant through the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they Katie had to scratch and claw to get to twenty four. And they completely shut Ridgepoint down last week. Westfield comes to town. And Westfield was pretty dominant last week against A. Leafs Taylor. They look good. They won 30-2 to and allowed a total of 78 yards of offense for the game. Well,
1: it's, 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 they
0: scored two defensive touchdowns. It's just like vintage Westfield. Yep. Like
1: Westfield, Westfield has had mm. offensive playmakers, and that's cool. But let's be real about what the they defense, are. Yeah. They are a defensive mm-hmm. program. So I, I, I expect this game to be a
0: low-scoring Slugfest. I think I think it's going to be um, physical. I think it's going to be very physical. I think it's now. I like George. I like North. Not George Ranch. I like North Shore in this one. Um, I think they've got a few more offensive playmakers, but I'm, I can totally see a twenty-one-seven.
1: Yeah, kind of game. Just a, it's just, just a be, slog. Yep, the people in the stands are going to be sore after this one because it's yeah. going to be one of those it's gonna, one of those it's type of games. Um, that is, you know, and and you know, Westfield is that team that look again, Longview's looked the part. And in 6A Division 2, it's going to be Longview until it's not, and especially in Region 2. But if you want to dream on another team to come out of Region 2, Westfield has a lot of pieces you like. Westfield, the defense, is going to travel in every game that they play. And, you know, the offense is getting it done. The offense does what it needs to do. It's it's not flashy. It's not it's not an offense... Uh, uh, you know, it's not like North Shore. North Shore is a... Is a Heavy is the kind of team that is superstar driven. They are they are not a team that's superstar driven, but they get it done. They run the ball well. The offensive line pushes. They play ball control. This is the test for them. And if they come out and they show well against North Shore, I you think, think you there's good talking about them. As, as I think one. you're going to start talking about yeah. them as as a Region Two contender. Biggest
0: thing at Westfield is what division they're going. Yeah, you know, that's the big question. But if they go Division mm-hmm. Two, they showed last year they can compete with Longview. Yeah, they, they so. gave them. Four, one of their biggest scares. They were on was 14 nothing was the final. So, and well, a crazy wind
1: game I want to say. Yeah, it was
0: nasty weather in Waco mm-hmm. that week.
1: All right. I'm going to be small school guy. And um love small school tepper. Small school tepper is going southeast to the Piney Woods. Let's talk about the official the official player of Texas football today for 2019. Sebastian Porter. Garrison, man. When I got his stat <laughs> stat line
0: Saturday, so so uh, I always so. RIP Max. Max was in charge of of collecting some of the Mister Texas football nominations, but I, I help him. You know, I as I put get stuff in, I'll send it to Max and let him collect it. And so I put the call out Saturday morning. and say, hey, if anybody had a big game, you know, send me. Send me your nominations. And they sent me Sebastian Porter's line. I had to I had to literally look at it twice. I'm sitting here watching Geyer and Cedar Hill
1: in the press box of the Cotton Bowl, and this came through and I had to double take. Sebastian Porter runs for 149 yards and two touchdowns. Good. That's solid. Nice day. Yeah. Nice day. Twenty tackles, forced fumble, interception, blocked a kick, returned to missed field goal, 106 yards for a touchdown. What the hell? Wow. What do you do with that? Um. So he's 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 unreal. He's the star for Garrison, and they are welcoming in Saint Augustine now. Saint Augustine. Do you think if you had to
0: take one player in Class Two A right now, would it be Porter to start a team with? I think it would be because of what he does on both sides of the ball. I
1: think it might be. I think he. I think. I think it He's might be a
0: machine, be. man.
1: I'm trying to think of anyone else. I mean, Austin Ochoa or Furio is a good Jalen pick. Conyers. Jalen but Conyers. They don't do it on defense. <laughs> That's the thing. Porter doesn't. He it on is both. a freak. Yeah. Um, and so, apparently special teams too. <laughs> so this is a um. Now Garrison, look, it wasn't. It wasn't. This um, is a weird game. Both really teams is. are
0: one and oh. Yeah, Garrison had the odd week one by, and St. Augustine
1: had the week two by. Well, and Garrison looked. Like now, this is the weird thing is that so Garrison played Crockett last week, and, three division one, three division one, and they won. Um, but you know what? You know, wasn't dominant. It was it was a 38-32 game. But again, they're they're punching above their weight loss. Um, taking on a Saint Augustine team that's coming off of bye week again. Um, but this is a, this is Saint Augustine team that again has made the semifinals three straight years. Have they won Region Three three straight years?
0: Uh, two out of the last three two years, out of the last three. I believe. Maybe, two, yeah.
1: And and the thing it's about surprising Santa, last year, San Augustine is is one of one of the most I think underrated programs in the state. What Marty Mur does has done in his his four years there is really impressive. Really, really impressive. And and they've got a playmaker too in TJ Davis, TJ mm-hmm. Thomas Davis. Yeah, TJ Thomas Davis, um, plus a. Plus a quarterback in Del Marquise Barnes, they got playmakers. If you All are eleven
0: starters back on yes. offense,
1: um, the difference here is that the Saint Augustine defense, I think, is really legit. Yeah, we'll find out a lot about the the, the the um we'll find out a lot about the the defense for Garrison in this one. But if you are looking, this is, and I know what I'm saying when I say this. This is maybe the most star studded game in state this week. It's a lot of stars. In 2A. It is for for pound for pound, pound for te- pound. You're talking about two two A squads with bona fide studs on both sides of the ball. This will be a fun matchup. This game's at Garrison. This game's at Garrison. This game will be a lot of fun. This is this is one of those games that to be a big crowd too. Big he's, crowd. These two are only 40 miles apart. For this would other. have been a great hipster pick in a lot of other weeks. Um and if maybe they weren't undefeated and weren't so early in the season mm-hmm. but this is a game i am super excited about garrison and uh, st augustine will be a lot of fun uh, just fun a fun football yeah. game and, and two
0: two teams ranked in the top 10 into a division 1 would just Playmaking dudes So we'll, we'll get a good idea how, Where both of these teams stand
1: uh, I, I love Eastland-Albany I love Highland Park Lone Star If I could be at any game this week It would be this one And I'd just sit there And I, I wouldn't go to the press box I'd sit in the stands with popcorn Yeah. Just like, yep, let's this entertain me Yes It'll be fun Alright, right.
0: I'm going to stay out in East Texas But I'm going to head a little north Okay I'm heading to Gilmer Mm-hmm Friday night 1-1 one one Paris Visits a resurgent Gilmer team At 2-0
1: Paris's loss has already aged really well. It's Yeah.
0: And, I, <laughs> and you know, last week, you know, I, I was doing some thinking about the Pleasant Grove-Henderson game. Pleasant Grove drills Henderson 40-7. to Paris loses to Pleasant Grove by six. And you're like, well, you know. You also have the data point of Paris and Henderson scrimmaging and Paris kind of dominating it. So between those three data points, I think Paris is really good, and they're ranked number five in the, in the state for a reason. Mm-hmm. They... Came off a tough loss to Pleasant Grove and did what they should do against a bad 5A Division II team. And Terrell, sorry, Marvin Sedberry, I love you, but Terrell's struggling this year. Mm-hmm. Probably it's not his fault. They're two best players transferred. Correct. It sucks for them. Um, Paris beats uh, Terrell 42-7. to Zykeus Jackson, who was a guy on the pre- preseason show that I talked about mm-hmm. from Paris, said to watch out for him. 131 yards rushing, three touchdowns. 59 yards receiving and a touchdown. Jeez. Great game for him. Paris is throwing the ball a little bit more this year, and they've got a little more balance this year. It makes them really dangerous. Their defense is fast and physical. We went and watched Paris and let La Vega last year. They impressed. That defense is there. They're they're loaded. But I'll tell you what, Gilmer, after uh, last year's tough year, they're off to a strong start. That was a nice win over Van last week. 41-21 over a good mm-hmm. Van team. Uh, Daryl Bush had three touchdowns, and Gilmer had almost – Absolute balance in their offense. Four hundred eighty-seven yards rushing uh, offense in the, on the game, and it was about sixty forty rush
1: pass. When Gilmer's doing that, they're rolling. Gilmer's back. And, I, like I, I know it's only two, point, two, two games, but they have all the familiar symptoms of back. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the balanced offense.
0: Mm-hmm. You know when gilmer's rolling they're they're, they're a sixty forty run pass team and they're playing they're playing above average defense and their defense has been I mean, holding van to twenty one points is is a, a chore that's a chore they, and yeah. they did a great job of it that defense is playing well and uh you know trailer stadium's going to be rocking on Friday night that's going to be a fun place to be um I guess that's kind of one of the games games to watch in east Texas. um and remember last year when we didn't really know about paris very much and no. they, when they upset Gilmer, we were like, whoa –
1: that was when you were like I got to go watch Paris. Yep, exactly. And they And then you came back and you were like, dude, they're
0: legit. Yeah. A lot of speed, a lot of athleticism in this one. This is going to be typical East Texas football. Be a fun game to watch out in the woods.
1: All right. There's two games in the same part of the state that I'm interested in, and I could be big school guy or big small school guy. I'm going to be No, I am not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to go out to the Big Country again. Nice week okay. in the Big Country. It's a good week. We're probably I, we're probably not mentioning Abilene. Abilene are you going to take Abilene, Nebelung, Cooper in one of your picks? No. Okay. We're probably not mentioning that game. Crossdown like, showdown. Crossdown showdown. A lot of fun. The big game in the Big Country. Be a lot of fun there at Shotwell. Be jumping. If you've never been there, I mean, it'd be a packed house. I'm sorry. If you live in Abilene, if you haven't been there, and you're listening to the show. What are you doing with your life? I, yeah, I have a lot of questions. You want to Wiley games all, every week yeah. or what? <laughs> um, Graham and Brownwood. Battle of Unbeatens, Uh Great scene at, at, at Gordon Wood Stadium. So Graham, I think, has just kind of plotted along. Um, I think, that like, I, I don't know. Who
0: they beat in Week 1? They beat Hershey in Week 1. Yeah. And that, that went age well because Hershey turned around yeah. and
1: beat Friendship. Beat Friendship. Who in had overtime. beaten Amarillo High 31 nothing in Week 1. Yes. So that's it's 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 gone pretty well for for Graham, but I would say that they have flown a little bit under the radar a little bit. Yeah. They're just they, they destroyed
0: Mineral they Wells. Wells, Wells Mineral, Mineral Wells is
1: bad. not not playing well right now.
0: I got a text from someone on Graham, and they said they just the text simply said Mineral Wells is bad, and yeah. bad was capitalized. Yeah, uh,
1: but they are plugging along, looking good. Daniel Gilbertson, their running back, has been very good. They've got a quarterback, great and, receiving running back too. Um, um, or uh, and then uh, Brandon Palacios, the the running back as well. This is. A balanced, good Graham team. It's an efficient. It's a Graham team. They're efficient. Efficient. I think their defense might be really good. The defense has um, been underrated. Defense has been really solid through two games. We've been hearing from folks out there that like they were really young last year, super young, yeah, and now all f- sophomores. All that, all those guys are back, and and they're all a lot of them are on defense. Going up against little old tiny baby infant Sammy mm-hmm. Burnett. I'm kidding, Brownwood Lions. I'm kidding, coach. And those Brownwood Lions, um, who maybe it's clicking, maybe it's happening. It would be good to see Brownwood back in the. Uh, maybe it's happening. There. We've been wondering, can't it, like we we're having honest conversations. Is Brownwood's time done? Is it just they're just a team now? Yeah. It's like yeah, they had those great runs. They've got those eight titles and blah blah blah. But is it just over? It's just you know it's just over, and I'm not here telling you Brown is going to go win a title, but I'm telling you through two weeks they have looked the part, and really they 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 have best they're going to have
0: the best player on the field in this game AJ McCarty the Baylor commit he's up, and he really hasn't gone off no, yet he hasn't so maybe this is the week that he he you know, raises his game and
1: puts puts his team on his back well and and the thing is if you want to uh, let me be let me be the jerk here okay if you want to say. If you want to discount both of Brownwood's wins, you could say, sure, they beat Brock, but they're bigger than Brock. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. If you want to be like that, you can't be. Sure, they drubbed um, Snyder. Snyder's Mm -hmm. really bad right Mm now. Okay, fine. If they go out there and they put the work to Graham... There ain't no excuse. No, they put the work to Graham, and then we're like, okay, this is a top ten. This is a top ten team. This is a team because right now Brownwood is kind
0: of in that periphery where where they're not. They're
1: in that twelve to fifteen range. They're kind of in that next team, next mm-hmm. group of teams right now. Mm-hmm. So, but this is a huge game, just a, a prove it game, a, a game that that if if Brownwood goes out there and they give us this third data point, and it's this one, and they go out there and they beat Graham, man, like we're gonna be talking about Brownwood being back. Huge game. Graham, Graham, I think, is a little bit more of a known commodity right they are. now. They are. And so, as a result, if you want to give them the nod, I understand. But... The games at Gordon Wood Stadium. At Gordon Wood Stadium. And man, those folks have been aching for... Since,
0: George, since uh, Shipley left. Since Shipley I left, they have team. been
1: aching yeah. for a contender. And if they get up 14 nothing. Like, if they go out there and they score and they get a stop and they go and score again, that place is going to be jumping. Yes. And it's going to be, and, and they will ride that wave because Sammy Burnett will just start egging that crowd on. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of I'm really interested, in though. Brown and Graham will find out a lot about the, the, 4A division, um, the 4A Division 2 ranks. What's next? I'm going to the Metroplex for a top 10 matchup in 5A Division 2.
0: As, who would Who would have thought that? Yeah, as the two and Burleson Centennial Spartans visit Bearcat Stadium and the Alito Bearcats.
1: Uh, yeah, one of these one of these teams has, has um, one of these teams is winless against teams from this country. That's correct. And Aledo, it's, Aledo it's not the team you think. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: but Alito also has a eighty four game District winning streak. Yeah, you know what Alito's last district loss is against, right?
1: E block. E block,
0: baby. E block. <laughs> in 2000, I think, 8? Or 2007, 2008. It's the last time they lost yeah. a district game. It's been over 10 years since they've lost a district game. Yeah. That might be. Hold I can put it It's the nation's longest district winning streak. Yeah, I was going to say. It's, it's got to be it was, little... Yeah, it was in our milestone report. Mm-hmm. Uh, come read that on TexasFootball.com. Nice. But 83 game district winning streak right now. 83. Um, but one team the last couple of years who's given Alito more fits in district than anyone else is Burleson Centennial. The reason why is because Centennial. I called them the Army of Texas High School Football, which I know you can appreciate as a member of the Monkenhive. Hive. <laughs> Hashtag and Hive. Burleson Centennial runs the flexbone; they hardly ever throw it, and they are they they follow the formula of. Four plays, three yards at a time, Mm -hmm. first down. Mm -hmm. Four plays, three yards, first down. It is
1: death by a thousand cuts.
0: And they run it well. They've been doing it for about five years now. And this is a – Kyle Geller at Centennial has quietly put together a really nice program. They've been to the third round of the playoffs, I think, two or three of the last – Four years. They're just not. They're not fun to play. No, they are a pain in the pain in the ass to play. <laughs> if we're being perfectly honest, they are a pain. They're just not
1: fun. No, like, you just look at them. You're like, God. Ugh.
0: They're big and they're physical and they're kind of maul you and they've got really quick running backs. Jalen Jackson, 140 yards. And he actually caught a touchdown pass last week. They threw the ball. Hank Meyer is just kind of a guy who runs the flexbone well. He's not real fast, but he always falls forward and just gets like three yards. Yeah. And they are just perfectly content. With just draining the clock and that, that kind of attack has kept games close against Alito. The key in this game is gonna be can Centennial's offense do anything with Alito? Can Centennial's defense do yeah. anything with Alito's offense? I mean, Jake Bishop, the quarterback, Chase McClellan, the running back, Money Park, Jojo Earl, the playmakers They're very
1: quiet. Alito is very quietly averaging sixty points yeah. a game.
0: So that that's that's gonna be the challenge. If it's, Centennial can find a way, here's the thing in this game. Centennial to me, if I'm if I'm Kyle Geller and I win the coin toss, I want I want the ball. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go out and score a touchdown and drain like and I want seven take, minutes I off the take clock,
1: eleven minutes, and
0: then I want to get the ball back. And then I want if they can find a way to keep Alito from scoring or holding to a field goal, yeah. and you get the ball back and you go down, you drain six or seven minutes off the clock again. The, all of a sudden, we're sitting here with like three minutes left in the first half and we're up fourteen to three. Now, all of a sudden, we're like, oh, my God. It's,
1: it's, if That's
0: you go the back formula. To, That's how you, you beat Alito to, that, if you're Centennial. If you
1: go back – oh, heck. And it's, it's almost always been the formula for beating Alito. The weird thing about – and this is the 15th time we've referenced that Geyer game. But the weird thing is that Geyer doesn't lose shootouts. Like, go back to the times that they've lost. They lose to College Station in the title game, Right. Basically, College Station played great defense and held it down as a low scoring just 20 to 19. messy, gross game. Yeah. They mucked it up, right? Go back to when Cal Allen almost beat him in the title mm-hmm. game, right? They mucked it up. We talked about we were we were talking about how it's amazing that Phil Danaher tricked them into playing his game. Yeah. You know?
0: The only shootout I can remember them actually losing was probably when they lost to Jet Duffy in Lake Ridge. Yeah. That's probably the only one.
1: That's like the only one. They don't lose even when draw
0: Even when Drawed Hurd beat them, when it, when, got, it wasn't this really was a 30s. shootout. It was like a 30-21 yeah. to 21 game or something.
1: So, but and here's the thing. Look, we had questions about the front seven for Alito. That, that matchup is, is, is unique and difficult. It is. And so we'll find out. Now look, Alito has literally the nation's longest district winning streak. Yeah. You are, I mean this, and I know we're on a premium podcast, so I'm saying, you are a fool if you pick Alito to lose a district You game. are. Ever. It's going to happen one day. It will. Right before the sun burns out, yeah. it'll happen. But you're a if fool to predict robots it. robots kill us all. Yeah, you're, you're a fool to predict it. That said...
0: I can squint and see the formula here.
1: Yes, if you are if you are Kyle Geller, you are putting on last year's Army versus Oklahoma game because that's exactly what they did. Because mm-hmm. uh, Army or because Oklahoma had Kyler Murray, who went on to win the freaking Heisman, and all they did was take uh, take out. They had the ball for seventy eight percent of that game or yeah. something like that. And what that's, that's what you got to do. You got to sit on it. It's and they, a. And then I hope injury.
0: they pucker up a little bit in the 4th quarter. That's exactly right. Hope they pucker up and make a mistake in the fourth that's quarter. It. Yep. All right. I love that game. I, I love the the. the the, the line that we draw and, and the comparison of Burleson Centennial to army they are. They, that's what they I know you. I figured you guys would appreciate that because yeah. it's, it's, it's accurate.
1: Right. Okay. I am going to go to a Battle of unbeatens in the Central Texas region. Oh, you're taking my game, Waco Conley and China Spring. took my game. Sorry, buddy. Um, computer likes China Spring. Oh, start Interesting. Chime Spring's got sure a nice resume. Chime Spring, yeah. No, it's a, no, I'm sorry. It's a one-point game. They technically have Conley by one. So it's a pick. Home field advantage. It's a, a, a pick Um And, you know, we, we've, we've mentioned Conley before, and, and so far, so good for the Cadets. So far, so good for the Cadets. We've talked about how ridiculously talented they are and how they've got dudes at the 4A level that a lot of people don't have. Corey Black. Um and, and JV on Sunday and, and some of these guys that are just freak shows they are they are bona fide blue chipper guys that a lot of guys just don't have. But what's impressed me so far about Connolly is that um, they've they've won the game that was given to them. Mm-hmm. Um, Palestine wanted to get out and run a little bit in the opener. And they're like, fine, we'll get out and run. We'll run away from you. Glen Rose. It turned into a little bit more... The the defense kind of flexed. And I think that's an underrated win for them. Glen Rose is a decent team. And they go out there and beat them. Well, now comes China Spring. China Spring. um, Brian Bell got that thing cooking. Offense has looked really solid. They have wins over Lorena and and, and Addison Trudy Christian. Um, This is a team that I think is starting to come into its own. Um, you know, last year I think it was it was a, it was a, a a team that we were still kind of figuring out exactly. They were young at the skill spot. Super young, yeah. Um, and it was Coach Bell's first year mm. taking over from his legendary father. Um, but they've got dudes. KJ Peoples is a dude. Um, they got Braden Faulkner, the sophomore quarterback who I know that they really liked him. They love him, yeah. So, but my question is going to be how does China Spring match up speed wise? Because Connolly has such amazing speed on the outside. They're going to need to match up on, on, on the outside from a speed perspective. This game's really interesting. Um, you know, it's, it's just another thing about Connolly that, like, I want. I'm, 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 I'm like the X Files, man. I want to believe. Mm-hmm. I want to hop on board this Conley bandwagon. I, I think a win this week would... I think if they do that, they go out there and win, especially if they win impressively. I'm in. I'm in. All right, that's my th- fourth pick. Your final pick. I debated on these
0: games. The other game I... De- I, I the game I'm doing... Uh, the game that I'm not doing mm-hmm. is San Antonio J and San Antonio Brennan. A district uh, game. A district game. Both 2-0, and both 1-0 and in district. So a big game in Northside ISD, but I'm not picking that game. Jay Sneaky. Jay sneaky. They're surprisingly good yes. this year. Now that we're going to know about them against Brennan because Brennan's I really agree. good yeah. defensively. That's, I didn't pick that game. Mm-hmm. I went with the kind of prove it game. Okay, both these teams are one and one. Okay, and they're kind of playing against somebody kind of in their own weight class. I want to see what they do. Cedar Park visits San Angelo Central. Mm-hmm. Really intrigued by this game because you got Cedar Park got shut out in week one against Le- Vandergrift. Switch Vandergrift's really good. They haven't allowed a point all year. They came back last week with a really nice win over Round Rock Cedar Ridge, twenty six fourteen. That Black Rain defense, they're back. They've only allowed thirty one points in two games against mm-hmm. two six A opponents. Mm-hmm. Now they're playing a third six A opponent in a San Angelo Central who can score points. Mm-hmm. Malachi Brown and that offense can score points. And after the abject disaster against Colleen Shoemaker to open the season up,
1: that's exactly what it was. They
0: bounced back with, with and did what they should do against an overmatched opponent in Del Rio. Yes, beat him fifty two to ten. Brown was efficient, threw three touchdowns, 181 yards. But what was key for the Bobcats, they got their running game going. I think they found their running back in Chris Jackson. And if they can find that running game and take some of the pre- – because I think what happened in week one is Brown, I think, tried to do a little too much and mm-hmm. turned the ball over and I think just tried to win the game by himself. If he's got that consistent running game, that's going to be key because you've, you can't be one-dimensional against the Cedar Park defense. No,
1: they will eat you alive.
0: Now, the game is in San Angelo. I think it's a big edge for the Bobcats. They've got a major home field advantage, and I think any apathy that they would have had uh, going into week t- their, their game against Del Rio is probably gone. I think people in Orange are kind of back on the bandwagon, and if they get a win over Cedar Park, I think I think all will be right in Tom Green County. So, but I don't know if they're going to beat Cedar Park. I, I think Cedar Park's really good this year, and I, I think this to. is an interesting interesting measuring stick game for both teams. So. Um
1: spoiler alert for my picks video that comes out Thursday, but this is one of my two spotlight games. Okay. Um, And there's a couple of interesting things. One, both of these teams, if we're talking data points, we have two data points going completely opposite directions for both these teams. Mm -hmm. For central, and, and it's for the central defense, which looked God awful against shoemaker.
0: Yeah, abject disaster. It looked terrible. It was bad.
1: And then last week against a Del Rio team that you they did what they should. They looked yeah. great. And it looked like okay, wheels are back on. Same thing with Cedar Park offense. Okay, we know they got Ryder Hernandez the quarterback, but what happens when you are like? But they go into Vandegrift and is just scuffle city. They yeah. can't. They can't score. Woke up against Cedar Ridge. Which one is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, which one is it? Because if Cedar Park... Cedar Park, we know what Cedar Park's defense is going to be. And the, the headline matchup is Malachi Brown against a Black Rain defense. Yes. That, is just, that is the That's headline matchup. It's going be fun matchup. to watch. Yeah, it'll be fun. But which one is it on the other side? Is, is, the, is the central defense a liability if it's a liability, they're toast. It doesn't matter because in that district, they've, there's enough teams that are going to eat them alive. Mm-hmm. They're going to drop to the second seed and they're done. They're coming to Arlington for the first round, yeah. and it's good over. luck with that. Right for a year. <laughs> this one, year. really good in Arlington. Yeah. If the defense just had a bad game, and they come out here and they shut down what is it? It looks like a vulnerable Cedar Park offense. Hey, I'm willing. I'm they're, willing to believe. They're two and one. They're yes, feeling good. Feeling good. The other thing about this, you mentioned the travel. It's three hours and 15 minutes from Cedar Park to San Angelo Stadium. On back roads. San Angelo ain't an easy place to get to. Do you know the last time that Cedar Park traveled three hours to go somewhere?
0: Did they go to Cinco Ranch last year, or did Cinco Ranch come to Cedar Park?
1: It's not, it's not three hours, though. Oh. Like, like two in...
0: Ch- no. It's got to be going to, to play in Lancaster at the state championship, or Ennis? Ennis in the state, and Champions in the state championship. They played Ennis in the state championship. Ennis the state
1: championship game. It's been five years. Yeah. They don't travel very much. No, they, no, yeah. they they stay they won't they they're not it's not like North Shore last year where we were like kind of amazed because you, you brought up the amazing points, like North Shore's playing outside the Houston area for the first time in forever. Yeah. Um they don't they don't shy away from that. They'll go and they'll play playoff games in college station. They'll mm-hmm. go and play playoff games in, in Waco.
0: They'll play in San Antonio they're playing in Region 4. You but, know.
1: but they don't travel all that far. This is a this is a hole. And so it, I, I'm very interested in that, that aspect of it as well. So.
0: And, there, and, and it's not like there, it's a haul into a normal high school environment. No. This is a haul into San Angelo. into a Hornet's Nest. People who are in Orange are crazy. Correct.
1: So. Finally, my fifth pick. We go to the Golden Triangle. And we talk about – it's a simple question, Matt. Does Beaumont United actually have the juice? I'm intrigued because by Beaumont
0: United. I'm starting to get intrigued. Beaumont, in you know,
1: so so week one, Beaumont United, we made them our team of the week. Um,
0: they hammered Saint Pius. Yeah, they
1: hammered Saint Pius in a game that, by the way, was like a complete reverse. Now, now Saint Pius does not have Grant Canell anymore, yeah. but. The last in, in 2018, they got driven mm-hmm. by St. Pius. Driven. It was their first game as a varsity program because remember, United, Beaumont United is Central and Ozan mm-hmm. merging together after the hurricane. Um, so, Beaumont United, uh, they go and they, got, they, they reverse the whip in their, in their opener against St. Pius. Then they go and they play Nederland who who is coming off uh, a very narrow loss to West Orange Sharks, very I'm close right? loss to West 22-21. Orange, 22-21. Yeah. They looked the parts like hey, that's that's what you'd say, good loss, good loss for it's, Nederland. Nederland might
0: have cases. Them and Cedar Hill, like the best two zero and two teams in the state,
1: right? And they put the work. To yeah. yeah, they yeah they beat thirty-five the to off ten. Them.
0: And I don't think it was that close. Talking no. to, talking to folks down in, in the Golden Triangle. They they are they are singing the praises of Arthur Lewis's com- uh, squad right now.
1: They. They might have it. Yeah. Like, I'm starting, to wa- I'm starting to wonder. Well, we'll find out. Because they're going to PA. Mm-hmm. They're going to Port Arthur Memorial.
0: And you talk about a hornet's nest. That place is going to be. You
1: want to talk about. Uh, they are probably going to find this podcast and they're going to play it over the loudspeaker mm-hmm. and be like, hey, listen, they're just talking about them. They're talking about these, these United boys. Mm-hmm. Um, PA is going to be wild. Yeah. And PA's got some dudes. P- always. they P- always got P- PA yeah. is a Port Arthur Memorial. It's, a, I, I it's, a, it's a Port Arthur Memorial. They're, they're going to they're
0: be fast, and they're going to play nasty. Mm-hmm. And not dirty. But they're going to no, play physical. They're going to play fast. They're, they're going to run the football. They want to hit you. And they're going to try to break some big plays. That's
1: exactly it. And look, they, they lose the opener to Deer Park. Um, like, real late, right? Wasn't that like a... Yeah. Like, it was a, a disappointing a, loss. Yeah. Uh, but then they, they, they get right against Houston-Madison uh, a week later. And this is a... This is a, I think for Poor Arthur Memorial. I think they they've got um, eyes set on on a region crown. I think that they I think they really think that, you know, they're in 5A Division 1 in Region 4 that they can contend. That they're the kind of team or rather region 3, I should say. Yeah. Uh, in region 3, I think they think that they, they can contend. That, you know, let me division 1 or division 2. D1 Five A D one, yeah. So they go through. That's be tough. Five A D one. No, no, no Belmont United six A. No, I'm talking Memorial. Sorry, five A Division one region Sorry. three or region three. Yeah, you're right. Um, who came out of that one last year?
0: Uh, that was uh, f- that was Shadow Creek. Shadow Creek. Mm-hmm.
1: If they slip, right? I think that I think Portsmouth Memorial thinks that I think every Memorial year, has the
0: dudes to compete with anyone. That's
1: exactly it. And I think that they're waiting for a chance to put it all together. Yeah. and they think that they can this year. They got the cats to compete. There's no doubt about that. But United is to me. The I like here. this United team. I, I'm starting
0: to I'm starting to drink the maroon and gold juice a
1: little. They bit, got isn't? they got a great running back in James Wilson. The defense bowed up and came up with big plays. This is. This is a bandwagon game. Yeah. Is what this is. Because if they go on the and and Beaumont is another part of that state, part of state where if you're the best team in town, we're hopping on the bandwagon, right? Last year, you saw it with Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the 409 hopped on the bandwagon and, and came up for the state championship game. If you're the team with the buzz in Beaumont, people will get behind you. This is a bandwagon game because if they go to PA and they come home with a win, a
0: zero, they're going to come they're home to with about fifteen thousand more fans. Yeah. and just hypothetically, that if United continues to have a good year and Westbrook continues to do what they do when they, when United and Westbrook play, oh. whew. That'll uh, be fun. We, we might have to make a ticket. We might have to take a swag wagon down to Beaumont for that one. Uh, that might be fun.
1: Okay, so that's my pick. So, Step took Eastland, Albany, Westfield, North Shore, Paris, Gilmer, Alito, Burleson, Centennial, and Cedar Park, San Angelo Central. I took Highland Park, Lone Star, uh, Saint Augustine, Garrison, Graham, Brownwood, China Spring, Connolly, and Beaumont United and Port Arthur Memorial. And now with your hipster game of the week, here is Matt Step going down to Houston. And the Battle of the
0: Berg. Mm. Rivalry game in Rosenberg as Rosenberg-Lamar. Off to a 2-0 start and kind of a real deep sleeper in 5A Division II uh, Region three Taking on their arch rival, Rosenberg-Terry, who got back in the win column with a win over Fort Bendellas 14-11. to This is a classic throw-the-records-out-the-window rivalry game. It's... Physical. It's nasty. It's going to be a big crowd. City bra- Rosenberg bragging rights are on the line here. This is going to be a fun game. Um, I love these kind of unique little rivalry games, and the Battle of Berg is one of them. And you got two, two. I think good teams. Terry Terry's problem. I think Terry's a playoff team in a lot of other districts. They're just in the wrong district. Yes. <laughs> They're in with Angleton, Foster, and uh, Shadow Creek, and Friendswood, and Hightower. It's brutal. So. um this is almost like Rosenberg Terry's Super Bowl here so Mm. really intrigued by this game and I said I love the rivalry games and I especially love the rivalry games even in metro areas I still kind of have that small town feel so give me the battle of the Berg Rosenberg Lamar Rosenberg Terry
1: All right, I believe that I am going to say the name of a school for the first time on this podcast oh yeah Matt Stepp. Wait, where is this game? Let me make sure I get this. Yes. <laughs> Matt Stepp. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. This is the most hipster game you've ever this picked. This is the most hipster game I've ever picked. Because I've got to tell you, there's a lot of games that are like, uh, they're they're almost too good. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to see if I'm... Let's go to Hopkins County. Okay. To Fraser Lawrence Field. Okay. Matt Stepp. The Wolf City Wolves. Visit Cumby, the Trojans two and O. Cumby. That's right. Look at the move to three and Now, look. This is a Cumby team that uh, was five and six last year. Tom Dracos is the coach. They were second, second in district mm-hmm. behind Munster.
0: God, that's a long drive for a district game. Which- Cumbie.
1: them. Cum Cumby
0: is is near Silver Springs. It's a pretty good waste. to
1: Munster's. Almost in Wichita Falls. It's a long way. And they've got some cats. They've They've started the year 2-0. They beat Quitman. And then they beat Celeste last week. That was a game that flew under the radar. They beat Celeste nice 20, 22-13. Celeste is not the Celeste from last year. They, yeah. have, they They lost a fair amount of that team. But that's a big win for them. So now they come home to take on a Wolf City team that uh, every year has big expectations. And a team that is 1-1... Is one uh, a double overtime loss to Leonard in the opener. Can they have any mascot but the Wolves? And then, no, they can't. <laughs> and then they go to Bells and they beat Bells. Yeah. Or That's no, they, they beat Bells at home. This is look, this is again, when we're doing hipster picks, we're not talking about we're not talking about state championship. Cumby is not winning a state championship. No, they're year. not. But if you're looking for a hipster game, the computer has this as a seven point game. Uh Cumby is, I would say. The chief challenger to Munster in that district, probably because the other two teams are Tioga and Era. <laughs> yeah, because it's four team district. Four team district because Rob He camp, Campbell. Rob Campbell. Just keep an eye on this one. That's yeah. all I'm saying. All right. I'm just saying. It's fun. It's a fun game. There's, there, if you're looking for a truly hipster pick in in a week that we have declared as Hipster Week, yes, this is a hipstery game in Hipster Week. Cumby and Wolf City. I think Cumby moves to three and zero. I'm I'm buying in. And all by right. the way. Munster, Pottsboro. At the top. Everyone, all the oxygen is going to be sucked up in that district by Munster and Pottsboro, which is a super interesting game. I like Cumbie and Wolf City.
0: Cumbie and Wolf City. I love Cumbie it.
1: And Wolf City. <laughs> all right. I love it. All right. Uh, let's a- run as a down. guy who's
0: going to uh, a game you're going to laugh at on Saturday night, this, That's it. I appreciate the hipster pick. I right, appreciate it. There
1: you it. go, buddy. So now let's get to your ridiculous schedule.
0: <laughs> so uh, I did five games last week, so I'm only doing three this week. Uh, but I am headed to the 956.
1: Yes, you are. It's Valley Week. It
0: is Valley Week. I'm excited. I love to visit our friends in the Rio Grande Valley. It's always a fun weekend when I go down there, and I'm super excited about it. Um, Thursday night, I will be at Benny LaPrade Stadium in Donna, home of the only state champion in the Rio Grande Valley, the Donna Redskins. 1960. Yes, Uh, but Donna's not playing. It's Donna North, Mm. as they're taking on a Rio Grande City Gruya, the Gators, Thursday night. (laughs) Uh-huh. I think both teams are 0 2. I think Donna North's on a really long losing streak. Um, go I'm back. going to this game because A, I've never seen Donna North in person, and B, I've never been to a game at Benny LaPrott um, Stadium. It's so. a pick 'em. But it's a pick it's 'em game. Uh, it's a good chance that, for Donna North to get their part own. Part of
1: that is that Donna North currently ranks in our computer ranking 242nd out of 252 teams. Yes.
0: Yeah, they're a bad 6A. And Groovy is an average 4A. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going Thursday night. Friday uh-huh. night, going to the Cotton Bowl. Not the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. I went to the Cotton Bowl in Dallas on Saturday. I'm going to the Cotton Bowl in the Rio Grande Valley as Raymondville visits Liferd, and this is a this is a nasty, intense rivalry.
1: Raymondville's legit too. Yeah, they, they lost
0: in Laferia, but we think Laferia is legit yeah. uh-huh. in 481. Liferd's a good 381. They've had some tough luck to start the season, but I think this is a rivalry game. Throughout the records, it will be a packed house and it will be nuts in Liferd. On Friday night I'm telling you It'll be crazy the Cotton okay. Bowl Okay so you're going to A Donna North game Yes And you're going to A Lifer game That's right What's up Coach Gonzalez Talk to Coach Gonzalez today He's super fired up that I'm coming We interviewed him At the Rio Grande Valley Coaches Clinic too And then let's put Let's a put a b- bow, in this bow On this weekend bow on this weekend I'm going to head north On Highway 77 Saturday To the 361
1: Oh my god Going
0: to go past The border checkpoint
1: This was the one
0: That when you tweeted it <laughs> I said What it's a Saturday night TV game in Corpus. It's Taft, and it's at Bishop. The Greyhounds versus the Badgers. I mean, oh
1: my God. If,
0: if that's not a Matt Step game, I don't know what it is. is. Okay, that's the very
1: that's wanna, the most Matt. I want to come with game. this. I want to come at this with facts. Bishop is ranked 98th in 3A Division One out of 106 teams. Um, Taft. At 0 and 2. They're, three, they're 382. Is uh, 69th out of 105 teams. That's right. In, uh, nice. in three division 69. Two. Nice. Um, Taft is a five point favorite on the road. Go Greyhounds. Um, this was the game. Every year, when you tweet <laughs> your schedule, there's What always, was
0: it last year? Was it San Antonio Clark
1: and San Antonio Marshall? That's the one. <laughs> Every year. Got a a game. I've got a few this year there's a game that you tweet and I go what is wrong with him yeah and this was the one and I love all Texas high school football games and I appreciate the fact that you are going to these um really the people friendly. in those towns will be super excited and it'll to be see super excited Campbell's it'll be great yeah. it'll be great and I'm glad you are you, yeah. are, a, you are a good ambassador for the brand how, how many uh, times am I as gonna... somebody <laughs> who has to sit in a studio and so I don't get to go to a ton of games I have to pick my spots really well yeah and that's why Taft and Bishop is like what? Where else am I I'm not, where else am I going to
0: go on a Saturday night? That's true. It's Saturday Got night game. Out. Yeah, if it, if it was a Friday game I probably wouldn't be there.
1: I am super, it's Saturday do, night. Do you have any good um cuz okay. You're going to Donna. Donna's a pretty decent sized town. Right? Yeah, and, that's and a, it's, it's that's a good size. You, you town. drive
0: through co, there's you're tons gonna, to eat. You're going to be fine. Next to McAllen,
1: yeah. But Liford Lyford's not teeny tiny, but Lyford's small. It's a little, it's close enough to Harlingen where I,
0: I think... You can eat in Harlingen? Yeah, you can eat in Harlingen. It's, Taft. it's, it's literally just a...
1: Taft. a little, or, it's in Bishop, right?
0: Yes. So Bishop is south of Corpus. Um, Brother? I'm pretty much, I, I've been told to eat in Kingsville. Okay. King, Bishop's about eight miles north of Kingsville. It's between Kingsville and Corpus. So I think
1: if I'm going to eat, it's going to be in Kingsville. So... I cannot believe you. Yeah, I'm, I'm fired up, man. It's, it's it'll it's be fun. fun. Like I'm I'm on one hand, I think you're a psychopath.
0: You should hear what My wife calls me.
1: On one hand, I think you're a psychopath. On the other hand, I'm kind of jealous because, like, you are a man of the people. I love you the are, people. You are a man of the people. I am. I am fair or not because I'm in a studio on Friday nights. I'm in my ivory tower. You are. Looking down from on high. And I don't like that. Because I think in, in my heart of hearts, I'm a man of the people. And I think when I but see I'm not you a man at, of the people like you.
0: When I see you out at games, though, there's joy on your face. You love being out at I games.
1: I like being at games because I don't get to do it yes, very often. you're, off, you're, I'm you're the, happy. I'm in the studio.
0: You're super fired up. That is... Tell me, we need to have some good DFW Thursday games. That's and, the and problem. It's really bad. Wait, the next... Two or three weeks It's pretty couple. rough. Yeah. We have to couple. get you out of town or something. It's, it's a rough um, week. It's, it's tough.
1: It's, oh, um, one small thing, and only because it just popped across here. Um, a shout-out to the Kennedy Lions. The Kennedy the Lions long losing streak. had the second-longest losing streak in the state, mm-hmm. only behind El Paso Cora, who came close, by the way, against Clint Horizon. Yeah. They came Cora close, came like close. 1710 or mm-hmm. something. Every week, every week I'm checking that score. I'm yep. checking their score. Um, but Kennedy snaps the second longest losing streak in the state. Shout um, out Coach Alvarez, Coach, Coach Coach of the Week. That's fantastic. Um, and so right now, it's number one is El Paso Socorro, and number two is Plano West. Yes.
0: You want to uh, next week? You want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah. So next week, uh, Step is uh, driving to Canada for fun. And yeah, yeah, for yeah fun. Oh boy, yeah. Um, but you're 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 moving uh, you're moving some fam uh, up mm-hmm. to up to the Great White North. Yep. I'm not leaving I'm still here yeah, Don't worry I'll be back But Friday. You, will be, you will be remote
0: Yes So it's weird Next week I, I, will, I will not be at a game On Thursday night And it's the first Thursday That I've missed in
1: I want to I read this Six or seven I years I'm going to read this Slack message um, Let me see if I can find it Okay, okay. The Slack message you sent me uh-huh. Was something along the lines of It's very apologetic probably It was Here it is Hey quick question do you mind me missing Thursday? Um, you know, Thursday. Timing of the move just isn't going to allow for me to get back in time. And I'm going, like, yeah, dude. Like, like oh, for those who don't know, we don't pay step by the game. Like, we're like that's, not, that's not how this yeah. works. Uh, I was like, yeah, dude, just take care of what you need to take care yeah. of. Them. Yeah, I feel bad. I hate It's
0: the first Thursday I've missed in a long time. I'm going to hate it, but I got to do what I got to do. Uh, but um, I'm leaving Monday driving a Penske truck. Penske, if you want to sponsor Texas football today, Please or don't. or uh, Tep and Step, we would appreciate it. Um, driving the truck uh, from North Fort Worth to Cambridge, Ontario, which is a little west of Toronto, and so you, uh, take, if you know, if you drive straight through without stopping, it's like 20, 22 hours. So I'll drive. I'll leave on Monday afternoon and after I load the truck up and arrive in Canada Wednesday. So. Monday, it'll be a late day. won't be able to record on Monday. So we're going to record next Tuesday, uh, probably around 5 or so. And I will probably be in Fort Wayne, Indiana.
1: Fort Wayne.
0: <laughs> but I will be on the phone, and we will do the podcast just like normal. Just I'll be in a hotel room in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Don't you worry, guys.
1: You will still get your hashtag content. That's right. Content is king. You will have your content. Um, and that, I think, is going to do it. That's it. Yeah. Anything else Anything else you need to say? I'm good. I'm um, ready,
0: ready to watch some Full All this weekend. In
1: the go valley. to Cumbie everybody go to Cumbie yeah like I want there I want there to be like an overwhelmingly like weird crowd yeah at Cumbie versus a bunch Will of City.
0: sulfur springs and commerce yeah, people just, are there up, like, be like
1: oh Tupper told me to come yeah um, anyway thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider we love you very very much um, and e- thanks yeah. for your courage please watch Fox Sports Southwest I'm supposed yeah. to say that and step. thanks for your courage thank you we'll see you next week on a very special remote edition of Tevin's Day
0: what's up Fort Wayne